Hi everyone, we're Lena Mercedes and we are the Onion Peelers. We are also the proud owners of the Reading Space, a growing community of Ashtanga Vinyasa practitioners in the heart of Amsterdam. For our offerings and lots of other good information, you can visit us at www.thebreathingspace.nl. Well, hello. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> I know it's crazy because I basically see you every single day. But yeah. I have a feeling that we, I don't know, like I haven't seen you this week. Yeah. Well, because normally we have our Tuesday That's work true. day and we didn't have that this week. Yeah. Tuesday is our day. Yeah. Not just for working, but also we, we catch up yeah. on things. That's true. Have you been? I've been, I've been all right. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it could be better, but I'm all right. I'm much better this week than I was last week, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. I got it this week. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty mm. bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, keeping my head <laughs> screwed to my body. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just all of a sudden, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I think it's the season changing also. I think that doesn't help. Plus all these new, uh, I don't know, not that it changes much, but we are here in Amsterdam, we're going back into a partial lockdown. Yeah. And that's also kind of like, I don't know, just taking a step back, back again. Yeah. Luckily, we're very grateful, the studio is open. Yes. Um, so are, that's a big gift. That is a big gift that we can continue to all practice together. Yes, physically. And that we can continue to feed ourselves. <laughs> yes. The only thing I have to say that is rather uncomfortable is teaching with a mask on. Yes. I can definitely smell my own breath. <laughs> which in the early hours of the morning, it's all right. Mm. But then as the hours go by, <laughs> it changes in flavor. I, I had this morning while I was teaching lead uh, vinyasa practice that I thought, wow, <laughs> it's very moist in my mouth <laughs> in, in there yes it's very moist behind this mask yeah and after i'm gonna have to get the kind that you can tie behind your head because after i don't know so i started my sort six this morning and then i taught until 11 30 and i had that thing on all the time oh because the, the elastics my it was starting to hurt my ear even though it's not tight so yeah i will have to <laughs> yeah we have to find like the rice mask situation yeah um, but anyway, it's a small price to pay exactly. in the scale of things, right? Definitely, definitely. Um, I think it's interesting, kind of just experiencing the past months and stuff. So Mercedes and I were talking, was it last week when we had our work day? We were, talk we were just having a conversation you know, that's how this whole Onion Peelers podcast started, is that we were like, you know, we have great conversations. <laughs> or at least we <laughs> find them we great. Find them to be great. Uh, they would be good uh, topics for uh, podcast. So that's how the Onion Peelers came about. And last week we had a moment like this, where we were talking about something and... Um, I said to Mercedes, this would be a great podcast episode. 
So here we are, yeah. sitting in our fortress of bolsters. <laughs> oh yeah, we should tell our listeners, so normally we record these episodes either at your place or mine, but today, I don't know, we decided to try it out at the studio, but it's sounding pretty good, so we made yeah. a little fortress with a bunch of bolsters, Yeah, and uh, it feels very cozy. Yeah. I'm going to post a picture on social media, then you guys can see. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, so this episode really was born out of just chatting. Yeah. I don't even know how to present it. <laughs> well, I don't think, I think we just present it with a word. And the word is polarity. So. Could also be, yeah, definitely polarity. Yeah. Fashion. Fashion, <laughs> you know, a little bit like there's What's this. What's in fashion? Yeah, kind of like what words or what topics are in fashion in the yoga world. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, and not like designer fashion, oh, yeah. and uh, also paradox. Paradox, definitely. So yeah, maybe that's what it is. What do we say? Polarities. Polarity. Polarity, paradox, and fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds. Very intellectual. <laughs> no. um, well, Mercedes, and I have a question to ask you. Yes. Are you ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking, let me, let me come up with an amazing answer to that. And then I didn't come up with anything. Of course I am ready. I was born ready to peel this and every other onion on the planet. Oh my God, you're such an onion peeler. I love it. <laughs> oh, silly. <clears throat> okay. So you're better than me at explaining. Maybe no. you get started with... Something. Yeah, with something. <laughs> okay. Well, I think because we were talking about... Um, we were talking about Corona and the... Um, oh, that's right. The, we were talking about Corona and adjustments during yes. Corona time. This is what we're talking about. Because we are oh. looking to offer a workshop on physical adjustments. Yeah. And we were wondering if this would be the right time to offer it or not and how to go about that. Yeah. Because uh, our idea initially was to perhaps start offer this workshop in November. And then um, as we were talking about it and getting all excited about it, I thought... <laughs> Actually, maybe this is not really the appropriate time to do it. So we decided to wait until the new year just to see how things were going. And then, uh, you know, this week they announced the new um, kind of partial lockdown rules. So uh, there's nothing uh, said specifically about this topic, of course. But, um, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that it's not really something that we should be in, encouraging or doing right now. Well, so anyways, on that topic, actually, I was um, saying that I feel that sometimes we take things then to an extreme because um, I think that... So to an extreme in the sense of, you know... For years, it's been a subject of uh, discussion for years and years about abuse in the yoga Sadly, community. Yes. 
and not, of course, not just in the yoga community with the whole Me Too movement um, coming about. And of course, this has been something that's been uh, a discussion point for forever. <laughs> um, and then things came to light about abuses from yoga teachers to students that, that teachers are abusing students. Um, and then specifically within the Ashtanga community, uh, quite a number of women came out saying that they were inappropriately um, touched by Patabi Joyce. So, um, yeah, this has been a, a big topic of discussion and really came about too with the Me Too movement. And I think that there were people who came out before then. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a big issue, which we'll do a whole another, whole another podcast about that whole subject. But I think then kind of floating on the back of this and then with corona happening and giving online uh, class... We've had to use our words better in order to give uh, the uh, to replace, let's say, the physical adjustments that we would normally give in a class setting. And um, I know that I've heard from some individuals that uh, that perhaps this is the way to go to stop giving adjustments altogether and that we need to use our words more and that we need to just move away from adjusting. And I find this to be really sad. I find it to be a way, a way out and a way of running from the issue at hand or a way of, avo- not running from it, but avoiding... Yeah, kind of like escaping stage left. Yeah. As opposed to really looking at the thing that needs looking at. Yeah. Yeah, and also we should tell listeners that indeed we forgot to mention that during our teacher training last module we were discussing uh, adjustments and how, yeah, what a big part of the learning process they are and how indeed in the last, I would say maybe a couple of years, but definitely this last year mainly they've been getting a little bit of a bad name. I don't know if we could say that, but just like you mentioned, a lot of people kind of moving away from them and even promoting a uh, non-adjustment kind of environment. I I know great teachers that uh, do promote this. Yeah. And and that's how we got into the polarity thing. Yeah. You know, something that was so much promoted a few years back, now it's kind of like everybody's going on the running on the opposite direction yeah and uh, not just with adjustments but with other things as well that we can discuss uh, later but I think the adjustments yeah it's a it's a biggie yeah and I couldn't agree more I think I think just touch by itself is such a powerful thing yeah and if we're learning anything through this very challenging period, is like how much we do need contact with one another. And not just seeing somebody or being within one and a half meter of them, but actual, the physical contact of 
being with somebody. Like just being in the same proximity and feeling each other's energy. Like mm. it's so silly because you never think about this, but I mean, I don't know about this stuff, but I'm sure there's like, I don't know, little subtle signals that you give to each other mm. in all kinds of like scientific stuff that, uh, oh, yeah, definitely. you know, that we are not aware of that when you're looking at it zoom screen yeah you miss out on that yeah well and i think also i was saying that even even if we are in like one and a half two meter uh proximity to other people still then not being able to touch one another like the ability then also to touch is um it's like another dimension of absolutely look, some people don't like to be touched or not or are not physical people but i think we all know what it is to miss that absolutely i mean just even coming here i i was walking down our streets and somebody was coming towards me and of course we were becoming a little bit too close to each other so this person kind of like turned their head and, and really went out next to the wall. And I'm like, this is so sad. Why can't we not just walk a little yeah. bit closer to each other? But yeah, sadly, that's the reality nowadays. So even that makes you yeah. feel so alone. I don't yeah. know this person. Of course, I'm sure that he meant really good by doing that. But I don't know, it just made me a little sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think too... I mean, we can take things to such extremes. And I think that we we need to be in a process of learning what is healthy touch. Like, we all need to learn that from a young age. Like, what is appropriate and what is healthy uh, touch. And how do we... And of course, there are boundaries. Like that doesn't mean that no boundaries are set. I mean, you also then need to learn how to set boundaries within within that space of it. You know, having the privilege of being able to touch another body. Yeah. Um, and I suppose yeah it was something that we took for granted. And maybe we take it for granted less now when we have the opportunity to, to touch someone. I mean, I know with, with our teacher training students, um, you know, they had to pair up this weekend and stay in one pair with that same person, person. And as yeah. they were giving assists or adjustments. And one of our students said how... Um, yeah, it felt so special to to yeah be able to touch somebody because she hadn't been able to do that in so long outside of her own family. Um, and yeah, that that is the kind of mindset and uh, respect that we should have any day that we approach or touch somebody. But of course we take that for granted. Or we don't want to run the risk of what that brings with it to touch somebody else and to be responsible in the way that we 
act and touch oh, that we else. use touch also yeah no definitely with with touch comes uh, great responsibility also i think yeah. i think it's not just what is the intention and of course you know respecting that intimacy that you have with the other person but yeah it also requires skill and sensitivity yeah um, and permission. I, I mean, I think that it, there needs to be a mutual understanding of, this you know, is, like in our studio, it is asked, are you okay with being adjusted? Absolutely. Well, especially now that, uh, you know, everybody feels a little bit different about uh, the reality. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good point because also it's like, it needs to for the touch to really work. Yeah. Well, of course, you can also self-adjust, and but we're talking in, in the context of touching each other. Um, because if the other person is not open, the touch or the adjustment or the assist is, is not going to have the same impact as someone that is open to the process. Yeah. And relaxed. So... Yeah, boundaries and, and being open takes place a big part on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a two-way street. Which I'm totally open to discuss this, and I think everyone, no matter what industry, they should always be kind of reflecting on this, like, why am I touching? Is this useful? Is this working? Is this person comfortable? What really rubs me the wrong way... <laughs> And, and that's why I call it fashion, is how people can be so... Uh, they can go into such extremes, like... Adjustment is everything. You don't need any words to teach. You can teach everything, everybody, with, with just your hands. <laughs> yes, that would be the extreme opposite of... Yeah. Well, but it was... I mean, okay, maybe it wasn't said so bluntly, but yeah. kind of. You know, years ago, it was all about the adjustments and how amazing they were. And now it's kind of like it's a little bit of a bad word. It's like, yeah. oh, really? You give adjustments? Yeah. So why do we have to get so fanatic? Yeah, but I think it's with everything. I, I mean, if we're looking specifically at yoga, it's this posture is done this way oh. and no other way. Like it should look like this. Totally. Or wrangle yourself into this posture. <laughs> Yeah. Without paying any attention to, I don't know, your yeah. breath or if you're grounded or not. Your constitution, so many things. Yeah, like this is, this is the way. Yeah. And I think especially in certain methods, uh, let's call them more traditional methods like uh, Ashtanga or, or Iyengar Yoga, people tend to get very fanatic in how things should be or yeah. look like um, so yeah that's that, that's also one that's a very good one with the postures yeah we can also take that to extremes yeah I mean it has been how, for how many years you hear like uh, people getting stuck on a certain posture and never moving yeah and now it's all about making it accessible for everybody yeah. Which, thank God, finally, people are opening their minds. Yeah. But again, we went from one extreme of only a few are allowed to play to now 
everybody gets to do everything, um, which I think is very healthy. It's necessary to have that discussion, but it's a bit like, all right. But does everybody get to do everything? I don't know. Is that the way? To, I mean, no, obviously, no, that's I not think, the way that we teach. But I think but it's been a little bit on the uh, on the forefront of people talking about accessibility. Uh, yeah. And and I'm talking really within these methods. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know what uh, like in Vinyasa yoga is a little bit different or other yeah. styles. Yeah, it's kind of like. But now accessibility <laughs> is like a big thing. Yeah. Which very welcome. But then, what does that mean about all the speeches from 10 years ago yeah. <laughs> or 20 years ago? Well, I mean, yeah. I think it is this idea of, okay, there's this huge polarity. And of course, things can, the pendulum swings. Yes. And we get new perspective, and that's why we change what we say. But I think, yeah, in regards to what you're saying, what about what was said 20 years ago? Why doesn't the pendulum just, like... Uh, swing around the middle you know and exactly. always has to go to the extreme opposite yeah which is funny because we're talking about yoga here we're not talking about geometry or law yeah. which I can imagine you need to be very specific but isn't the whole thing about yoga being open and flexible and you know holding space for everything and everything in between but isn't yoga also about <laughs> discipline and commitment and hard work also yeah, yeah. so that's what I mean it's like it's about yeah. welcome everything all the time yeah. and being okay with it as opposed to go here or go there yeah um, another big one that it's been also kind of in fashion <laughs> it's that a few years back if you didn't have a teacher you were not like oh yeah we were a proper this. student almost yeah it's like my teacher my teacher this is my teacher that is my teacher who is your teacher yeah um i'm personally very happy with this one because uh, <laughs> i consider myself a little bit no that's not true teacherless i had teachers that I work with in the past that I'm so grateful for but I never had like the one teacher you know yeah. um, but now it's all about no teacher you have to <laughs> yeah. under practice yeah um, which of course I think that's also amazing but again you're talking about these very different speeches yeah and just a matter of a few years yeah and they're kind of extremes of one another Oh, this one is very extreme of one another. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And again, it's almost like having a teacher almost has a little bit of a bad name now. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, really? Are you so close-minded almost? Like you're, you know, practicing with one person. As opposed to, yeah, just like you say, why can we not like be, yeah, kind of like have the pendulum in between as opposed yeah. to... All the way here, all the way there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a funny one. That is a fun. That's a good one. A good example. Another one that I can think about is um, practice should be really hard, like strong uh, and hard. Yeah. I know it's all about like you also have the at the other camp that is like it has to be very soft and very light. Really? Supposed like to, within Ashtanga? Yeah, or, or maybe within within 
yoga in general. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know this one, but... Uh, oh, definitely. But then know. I feel like... <laughs> Like it would swing, then restorative yoga should be very popular. Well, yin yoga is very popular. Yeah, but that's what I mean. And, and it's, when, why, can they, why can they not be both all the time? Yeah. Or can we not practice the same practice? Maybe one day very strongly when we feel, I don't know, very low in energy or whatsoever. And then go slower when you feel agitated. But I think also, can we not just pra have a strong practice that is at the same time soft? Exactly. Because yeah. that is mindset, and that's how you approach your practice and what's inside of you as you practice. Right? That's not... And of course, some days, some days you physically need to practice differently, and you need to be softer and more forgiving and... Uh, less focused on, I don't know, uh, binding or whatever. Yeah. But... I think also a lot of it is, I mean, talk about extremes. It's, it's not only that we have the physical, physically extreme practice, but then within that there's no, um, the, the, the mental aspect of the practice is also in that extreme, hard and unforgiving and... Of course, uh, well, rigid. Yeah, rigid. Yeah. Like not not open, not flexible, not. It's like this psychological unibanda of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think you see that. As well, I mean, uh, can we then. Have yeah, have the strong, intense physical practice and, be, practicing ahimsa and, uh, yeah. Ahimsa and tapas in the same yeah in the same go. Well, which isn't this the whole point of the whole thing? Isn't it hatha? Yeah. yeah. Sun and moon, Shakti, Shiva. I mean, inhale, exhale. But then, aren't those also opposites of one another? Those are polarities as well. Hatha is a polarity. Yeah, but they, but they are living together. Yeah. They're always in conversation. Yeah. They're not one or the, the other. other. Exactly. So that this is the difference. It's like, why can't we not hold space for both and perhaps be okay with some days is maybe one pulling a little mm -hmm. bit more than, than the, the other. other. Yeah. But they're always there. They're always present. Yeah. And of course, it's like, okay, now, you know, maybe we are taking it into extreme talking about this, but... I guess this is also how evolution happens, right? It's, um, but I don't know. I think as yoga teachers, um, we need to be very mindful of how we present these things and not be so left or right, black and white. Yeah. Yeah, because everything is always changing. Everything is always changing. As we know. Yeah. Is there any other um, polarities that you can think of? Yeah, it's like uh, either you're vegan or... <laughs> I don't know this whole thing. Either you're vegan or you're... Nothing. <laughs> yes. Well, it, it's funny because, of course, it's like, let's not start with... There's two things that you can never talk about. One is religion. Well, three things. Religion, politics and diet. Yeah. 
these are the three things that oof people do get very uh, extremist yeah and within the yoga world anything that you have heard like being repeated over and over and over and over Well, there's actually no. In the yoga world, Mercedes, you know that I'm not so plugged into the rest of the yoga world. <laughs> no, but there are things that we have heard. Uh, yeah. I don't know, like. Like, for example, okay, this is a small one and it's very silly. But uh, I remember when I, especially when I first started uh, taking a younger classes and stuff, whenever you did the twist, your pelvis had to be square, level, not moving. Yeah. And now everybody's like, let the pelvis move and, you know. Um, and so I think... Is yeah. everybody saying that? Is everybody saying let the pelvis move? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I have, I have heard, uh, well, or, or read in like um, yoga journal and stuff yeah. where they're like, now actually where they refer to these cues. I think yeah. it's also because some cues get so repeated for yeah. so long and then people repeat them like the other day uh during yeah. the teacher training there was a big one also that came up can you remember oh my god there's so many ones that are constantly that everybody used. was like everybody says this thing and we were like yeah don't worry about it <laughs> yeah oh remember. yeah the heels together oh no, the heels, yeah the heels slightly apart yeah in tadasana yeah heels apart big heels toes apart touching. big toes touching yeah which for some people like me is going to make me yeah. go totally wonky with the knees. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think there's a few of those uh, that if we start looking, we can find. Oh my gosh, yes, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> of course. I think if we look at how we are, how to do a physical posture, that, yeah, it's kind of like either you follow this rule or, yeah, and exactly, you go to the extreme opposite. It's like, okay, well, some people need to do it one way and others need to do it another way, depending and, on the intention of And also, the even maybe the same person needs to do it differently after a while. Yeah. That's also another thing. It's yeah. like, you know, also that's what keeps it interesting. It's like, are you going to approach every posture every day the same way? Yeah. That's kind of boring. Maybe you need to do it like this for a while and then... Yeah, and then you... Explore it a different way. Yeah. Like, uh, like catching the big toe in Trikonasana. You know, it's like you have to catch the big toe and bend the knee, or do you rest the hand on the shin and straighten the leg? <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure there's a good reason to do both. Either, yeah, definitely, depending on the intention of exactly. what's going on. So, and I think, I think with all these things that we're mentioning, it's important that we just keep an open mind. Yeah. And, that, and that we stay flexible and curious also like yeah I think uh, I just as long I think as long as we're not avoiding yeah that's a good point yeah as long as we're not avoiding something running away from something then uh, yeah I guess sometimes the polarities make it easier or make it make it feel that it's clearer to us and we like sometimes we like that like we get 
more clear ourselves it's by, like, yeah, but by declaring ourselves to be from this tribe or that tribe. Yeah. 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 I think sometimes we don't know, so we want hard and fast rules. Yeah, that's true. That are, I mean, but sometimes those rules become the extreme versions of the rules, so... I mean, it's it's pretty cute if you think about it, how like fanatic people can get. Just like yeah. wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think if we if we do are gonna make yoga more accessible, then we do need to be more flexible, as teachers and as communities to be more open and not be so black or white. Yeah, this or that, all or nothing, no pain, no gain. I think it's so very individual, you know, like, I think also, black and white, uh, I'm all about boundaries and rules and structure. But I also, because I think that they are very valuable and they help us grow and they also help us be clear about stuff. But I think that for the individual, that line that is drawn, that the boundary that we draw is needs to be appropriate for that person, not for the mass of people in front of us, but for the individual in front of us. And for that person at that moment. Exactly. Also. So when we say black or white, or you know, we need to be more flexible, I think we need to be more adaptable to the individual and understand. And, that, and then I think we do need to be, we, there do need to be rules. Of course. But they need to be Structure. for the individual then. I don't know. Of course, uh, it's not that I, uh, there is no black and white, no. There's so much gray but that doesn't mean no rules, I guess, is what I'm... No, of course. Otherwise, it's it, it would just be one big blob of... of... <laughs> no. Like it... you like to say, a big salad. A big salad. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But it wouldn't even be a good salad. It would mm. be like a very messy salad. No, of course. But that's that's the thing. And that's always the thing. It's like that's when discipline gets confused with rigidity yeah. or being you know, healthy demanding makes you evil. No, you need you need structure. You need like a map of where you're going to. Otherwise, where are you going to? Yeah. But sometimes we can get too stuck on the on the little things. Yeah. Yeah. So again it's all about balance, man. Yeah. <laughs> and for something to balance, it can't be at the extreme end of something. That's true. No. I mean, what is balancing? Kind of yeah. staying in the middle, right? Yeah. Staying in between. Yeah. And sometimes we're leaning more to one side or to the other, but we're always trying to stay in that middle line. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if we... <laughs> If <laughs> we addressed the issue, well, we talked about <coughs> the idea of polarity. I mean, if we are really 
sharing anything tangible with anyone, but it is a conversation we had. It is a conversation. I, but I think it's a, a good conversation because I think that we need to be aware of how often we do get pulled into these polarities. And yeah, that's a good point. And even, even with ourselves. Yeah. Like not even talking with people around you, but... Yeah. The way we lead our lives, the way we practice, sometimes we can get really stuck on the way we think we are or we think things should be. Yeah. I mean, how often we hear it uh, or, or we see students coming to the studio and, and you can just see how, like, every day they try to achieve the same thing when not one day is the same. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's important to bear in mind. And also as a community to, yeah, just be open to other perspectives. Yeah. You know? Well, I think the willingness to have an open discussion about... Yeah. I mean, even questioning why things are a certain way or... Yeah. Yeah, like a healthy dialogue. Yeah. A healthy, open dialogue. A healthy, open dialogue. That's it. That's what we need. Like a good bowl of granola with fruit. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Is granola always sweet? Yeah. No, That's no. what makes it granola, right? The crunchy stuff. It's, uh, it doesn't have to be sweet. Because I love granola, but it's always very sweet. Yeah, but I only buy granola that doesn't have added sugars oh. well it can have like honey in it that i guess that's a sweetener but that usually makes it stick together but you don't have to necessarily mm. now you made me hungry but now we have to practice so yeah exactly we cannot go for the granola <laughs> oh cool all right anything you would like to add before we say goodbye <laughs> nope <laughs> oh. I must be a very empathic person if mm -hmm. I'm like yearning after you. Okay. All right. So um, this is it for today. Yeah. Let's all keep a healthy, open dialogue. A healthy, open dialogue. Cool. And check in with your extremist views. <laughs> all right, everyone. Be safe. Be happy. Be healthy. We are Lana Mercedes. And we are the Onion Peelers. Signing off. Bye. Bye.